podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Pat Forty, and you are listening to the Raspy Voice Kit. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pitt, joined by... Jeremy, J.M. Phoenix, in the building. We are doing pop culture. Pop, 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 pop. We're going to hit you with it. Today we're talking about the trend that has been going and has really gone too far. These fake eyelashes. Jeremy, have you noticed them? Hair done, nails done, everything dead. Yeah, I've seen them. I've seen them. I've seen girls uh, rocking the fake eyelashes. And to be honest with you, Brandon, I don't really have a problem with you. I, I, with, with them. I don't know what what uh what, why you feel so strongly, you know, about them. I don't feel strongly about them. I feel about them the way I do about salt. Everything needs seasoning. So if you ain't got it, good. Do a little bit, put a little bit. But then if you pour the whole bottle on, now there's a problem. You ruin it. When you go too far. Think so? Look like you got spiders on your eyes when you get the fake eyelashes and big old eyelashes. Have you not seen those? I, I guess I haven't seen the, like, the super huge ones, but either way, to each his own. With everything, with the stuff people put on their head and on their body and all kinds of stuff, eyelashes are the least that I'm worried about. All the fake stuff people got these days. Yeah. All right. So Brandon just showed me a picture. I don't have a problem with it. If you look cute, great. If you don't, you don't. Now, see, that's different. He just showed me <laughs> yeah. another picture yeah. that is clearly too far. But for the most part. No, that's the whole point. Some people look like they're hatching butterflies coming out their eyelids. They go too far. That's my whole point with this. They go too far. Now, some people use stuff like Lash Boost. I'm going to shout out Lash Boost for those who buy those kinds of products where they boost their eyelashes, make them longer, make them fuller. I get that. Everybody wants to have, they want to look their best. And I'm not against looking your best. What I'm against is ridiculousness. I agree. But look, as long as you appreciate it and you like it, go do your thing. You see certain people. Like for me, I'm not a tatted, tatted up kind of person. There's certain people who got tats everywhere, all over their face and whatnot. If that's what they want to do, that's what they want to do. You know what I mean? They got they got wigs on. They got, you know, fake everything from here to there. Look at the Kardashians. My thing is you got to Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, you're not going to talk about the Kardashians. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, live your best life because you're the one who got to live it. I I got time to hate. I got no problem with the fake eyelashes. You do you. If it looks good, props. If it doesn't, I'm going to laugh behind your back. And either way, I'm laughing in your face. I'm laughing in your face. I'm sorry. It's too far. It's gone too far. It's been too long. It's 2021 coming up. I'm laughing right in your face if you're going to have eyelashes that look like an animal. You ever seen any of these in real life? Yes. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. And they go too far. I've seen, I've seen them. I just haven't seen stuff that I'm, I've been offended about because you seem. No, big I mad. wasn't offended. I went, I'm not big mad. If you feel big mad, I'm be honest. With you. I'm just trying to say that this is just. I remember when I saw it and I thought to myself, how could you possibly think you look good like that? But how many things have you said that about? There's a million things people put on and wear and rock that you think, how in the world can you walk out the house looking like that? The romper. How can you walk out your house and you look good like nah, that? Nah, I got to say, I done backtracked a little bit on the romper. I done backtracked. <laughs> no, I was talking about the male, the man romper. Oh, the man, the man romper. romper. Yeah, no, the man romper ain't no backtracking. Okay. 
Okay. Ain't no backtracking on the man romper. Ain't no backtracking on the on the male onesie. Nope. That's still X'd out for me. But that's what it is. That's our feelings. How do you feel about fake that's eyelashes? That's what I want to know. How do y'all feel about fake eyelashes? Am I on an island? Or am I by myself? Yes, you are. But go ahead. Am I all by myself? Let me know. All by myself. Get at your boys, the raspy voice kids. You know how to hit us. Twitter, Instagram, email. You can leave us a message, voice message on Anchor. However you want to do it, you can get at your boys and let us know how you feel about our most recent pop culture. These fake eyelashes, this epidemic is what I'm calling it. Let us know. Rap me, boys. Big shout to Shrinkables. Shrinkables. Supporting the RVK partnership since day one. The Raspberry Voice kids are back. We're better than ever. It's Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate it. Joined by... I'm in the buildings, in the booth. Who are you? They already know. <laughs> already know. J. Fiend in the building. In the building, in the booth. We are here to talk about the Army game at the Liberty Bowl. WVU takes on Army, 9-2 and two Army. A formidable opponent running the triple option. What do you, do you have any specific thoughts or feelings about what's coming up, Jeremy? I'm not worried about it. Be honest with you, I'm not worried about it. What do you mean you're not worried about it? You mean you don't not worry? You think we get the win? You're not worried? You just don't care about the game? I'm just, uh, you know what? I, I'm interested in the game. I think it's great to play a team, especially that has national recognition that people care about. Um, obviously, uh, people really do care about Army and Navy and Air Force and all those teams like that. So to be able to play them and to be, you know, have people interested is great. I'm not worried about losing to them. I know they're nine and two. I know that they have this triple option. I know they possess the ball. But when I look at them, and you only score, I think they scored uh, fifteen points or less in like five or six games of the year. Two of the last three games, they scored uh, fifteen points or less. Um, they beat one team ten to seven. I think they played beat Navy ten to seven. They beat Air Force fifteen nothing. I know that's part of possessing the ball, but honestly, when they play better teams especially with our defensive line. If our defense is as good as we think it is and can get that, you know, that press to, to, to hit their lo- the offensive lineman and, and push them backwards and change the line of scrimmage, I'm not worried about their triple option. I know it's a different game um, for defenses to learn your cues and whatnot, but when our, when our defensive line is better than your offensive line, it makes me – I'm just not worried, Brandon. I'm not. I was thinking the same thing. It hurts losing Tony Fields back there, filling those gaps – knowing his assignments, and just having a nose for the ball. But when you've got Dante and Darius, when you've got Jeffrey Pooler, Akeem Mesador. Van Darius looks like he was made for this. Yeah, he does. To go inside or to get to the outside, he's back. To change the line of scrimmage, essentially, on every play, that's what you're going to have to do. And I think that we have the ability to do that. I'm curious how many players are going to have COVID when it's time to play. On our team? On both teams, to be honest. Okay. Well, have you heard reports or something that's going no, on? No, it's just been so long since we played. That's true. I, I haven't heard anything, and so far it seems like bowl games are going pretty, pretty smoothly. So I really haven't thought about that. And you know, I'm Dana not... and Houston, I think, had sixteen players out. Really, Dana team being undisciplined? Well, they just weren't undisciplined. On <laughs> it crazy. wasn't just it wasn't just COVID for them. It was players opting out, players who did not get the grades to play. Not to harp on Houston, not to harp on Dana. I was just talking to the point 
that there have been teams that have been shorthanded because of the situation that presents itself. Honestly, like I'm not um, extremely worried about it. I looked at their schedule um, and, and I look at their offensive output. A lot of times they possess the ball for longer than their opponents. But like I said, they haven't. It's not like they're putting up 42 points a game. There's been, like I said, at least five games where they've scored 15 points or less. Any game that we can keep it low scoring, we'll be in. Now, here's a question. Our offense versus their defense. I hope with the time that we have off, um, after you know the bad, terrible beating we got at the hands of Iowa State, our offense comes ready to play. You know, uh, Jared Daigie and the boys on offense are ready to show what we have. We're good at dinking and dunking. We're not good at quick strike, all, strike offense. But I feel like offensively we should have an advantage, and I'm sorry. I feel like defensively we should have the advantage as well. I'm not so sure about the offense. I don't know what our offense can do on a consistent basis, so I'm not really sure what we're going to get. I know what we're capable of, especially if we use Garrett Green, which is what they said they're going to do. They're going to use Garrett Green more often. We'll see. That's big for me, but we'll see. We'll see is the, is the key. Um, but I would love to see it. I would love to see some multi-dimensional aspects to our offense. Don't forget, when we talk about bowl games, a lot of people feel that the bowl game is the kickoff to next season. Yeah. So this is what's happening. Let's see if we can start out 2021 with some momentum. With some with some drive, with some you know some good vibes. I'm so glad it didn't end with the Iowa State game. Rat me, boys! Do you have cold floors in your home? It may be time to insulate your crawl space because cold air is rising into the rest of your home. Alfred Home Solutions can fix this problem. Call them today at 304-317-4105 today to book your free insulation estimate. Again, 304-317-4105. Don't wait. Insulate. Here for our next segment. Today we're talking about West Virginia University basketball versus Northeastern. Jeremy Phoenix with me. I am Brandon Phoenix. We are the Raspy Voice Kids. What do you think of the game, Jeremy? Um, Look, I, I told you this during the game. As a Mountaineer fan, we have to be content with the present. Presently, we won the game. We got to enjoy the win. Enjoy the wins where we can get them. Enjoy the wins where we win by a big margin. Because if you live in the future, if you say, well, when this starts, if you overanalyze, you're never going to be happy. You're never going to be happy. So I know it's hard, but somehow, somewhere, we got to pull it back and just enjoy the win, a 20-point win. That's what we have to look at. We win. We survive in advance. Let's get to the next one. We Oklahoma's won. up next. We won and we covered. The spread was 17.5, the biggest of the season, and West Virginia covered the spread. Good teams win. Great teams cover. Let's say, let's just enjoy this game, like you said. Yes. And I've been on that for a while. I've been on that for a, long, for a while now, my West Virginia fandom. I used to think about what the score should have been, what we could be, what, what we look missing. like. Yeah. And now I just accept wins because there's not enough that go- there's not enough wins. Yeah. It wins and by big big margins that you don't have to stress about. So we're just gonna live here in the present and be happy with the win. But if we were going to overanalyze, uh, I don't know. I'll probably say something about the three point shooting, Brandon. Go ahead. You can say it. Okay, I was just saying. We went two for 21 from three-point range, Brandon. 
9.5%. Two for 21. We scored, how, what was our final score? 70 what? 73 points. 73 to 51. 73 points on a Northeastern team that isn't very great. You could say they lost to some good teams, but you watch a game, they're not great. They missed wide open shots. It's another thing, our defense. Our defense, granted, we held them to 51 points. But we I, held them to 28% shooting from three. But I feel like they had a lot of wide open shots. You a lot of wide open The reason shots. you feel that way is because they did. <laughs> it's because they did. They were just they did. missing. They were just missing. So I don't know what's going on with our defense and on the offensive side. Is 73 points good enough for you against a stink team? Because I'm going to tell you 9% from three-point range is not going to cut it. No, it's not. It's not going to cut it. But the thing I've learned is each game is its own. I don't transfer this game to the next game say, well, we did this and so we're going to do that. Each game is its own. But collectively, if you take a bunch of games and look at them and seeing how we struggle shooting the ball, except for Sean McNeil against Kansas, we, we just we, this is the same West Virginia team it always is. Now we may have low potential. offensive IQ. Low, other than Oscar, I mean, other than uh, uh, Gabe Osaboyan, very and, low and, offensive and, IQ. Uh, and Isaiah Cottrell. <laughs> it, it feels like we have low basketball IQ. Low offense. offensive IQ. Um, poor shot selection. We rebound well. Oh no, no, no! We are the best, one of the best teams in the country at rebounding. We will look, look. You can't touch us in fouling or in rebounding. Like that that's a thing. We've been doing better about fouling. We have been. We th- that's 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 what we hang our hats on. That's where we get our buckets. Rebounding. We are monsters in the middle rebounding. So, yeah, I think this team plays to its competition as well. Granted, granted I know we won by 20 some points. But it's just uh <clears throat> that urgency. I didn't feel it. I didn't feel it. You take the win. You're content with the win. You Hopefully, we get it together against Oklahoma next game. But uh, <clears throat> I just don't know what to make of this team. I, I just keep coming back to the same thing, that I feel like this is the same West Virginia team as it's been. We have more potential for offense, but that hasn't shown itself in a lot of games. Except for moments. We've had moments. Moments, yeah. So I don't, I'm the same way. I'm, I'm with you. What I do know is Bobby Huggins is not happy. When Bobby Huggins isn't happy, he's going to take it out on the team. And he's going to make the team work. He's going to make them earn whatever it is they got. The next game is against Oklahoma Saturday at 4 o'clock. I always want to end, by the way, it's extra for me when we play Oklahoma. Because we lose to them in football every year, in basketball, I want to embarrass them. And I'm tired of splitting the season series with them. Um, I'd love to do it to Kansas, too, but we don't get over the hump. Uh, doing it to Kansas, but especially Oklahoma. You beat us in football every year, then in basketball, where we're the better team usually, I want to show them. I want to impose our will, and I don't want to beat them. I want to embarrass them. Why? Because I've been embarrassed in other sports. And you're petty. Yes. Hey, hey, call me what you feel. Well, that's what we got on West Virginia University basketball. Oh, Tosh Thweet. Jeremy, you had an interesting observation about Tosh Thweet. No, you want to talk about my... <laughs> Jeremy Jeremy kept talking about how Tosh Tweet has never seen a shot that he didn't like. Dude does not lack in confidence at all. He's a black hole. The ball goes in, and don't anybody look to nowhere but the rim if you want to see it again. That dude shoots every time he touches the ball, and that's what you need. You need confidence. It's just a little humorous to watch. Every time he touched the rock, he's shooting that ball. Speaking of confidence, 
uh, Emmett Matthews was the spark that we needed today. I liked, I, I especially really liked in the first him. half. He played confidently. I liked him taking it to the cup, but he played confidently, and he didn't do too much. He played within his reins, but there's times he got aggressive. There's times he used his length and his uh, quickness. I like seeing that, and that's what we need, especially in big games when you know not a whole lot's going on on offense. Sometimes we need him to be more aggressive than he normally would be. Be aggressive. Be be aggressive. I'm interested to see what Isaiah Cott, uh, Cottrell's injury is. Yeah, it didn't look good to me. It didn't look good. He he never came back to play. Um, so and of course we're playing Northeastern, so that might have been why. But it also is probably a significant injury. So it, it'll be interesting to see what comes out, comes of that because he's one of our he's our most talented big man. Well, he's one of our most offensively talented big men. Yeah, and and I love he's like Gabe Osaboy into me, where I feel like they could play point forward because they get the ball in the post so nicely. They have a high offensive IQ. Um, and I feel like to be a really successful year, um, he's going to have to play more and more. And I think uh, uh, Hogerson, Huggins sees it too, and Huggins has been getting him on the court a lot more. So hopefully the injury is nothing that's going to keep him sideline for too long. Yep. So that's what we got for the for this game. On to the next segment. Check out the Raspy Voice Kids. Raspy Voice. This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I Also Hate Pit. You are now joining the Raspy Voice Kids for another Golden Blue interview today. We have with us the pride of Canova, West Virginia, the pride of Spring Valley, a recent Virginia Tech transfer, the newest to wear the old Golden Blue, Mr. Doug Nestor. Doug, thank you for joining the Raspy Voice Kids today. Hey, how are you guys? Man, I'm just living life, living life and raising kids, doing all right. I gotcha. So I have a question before we even get started. Who What's is up? the who's the best Avenger? Uh my favorite has gotta be probably Spider Man. Spider Man? Yeah. Going Spider Man on us. That's a good choice, man. That's a good choice. I like it. I uh one of the questions I wanted to ask you because so many people talk about it, but a lot of people don't know about it, is what is the transfer portal like? How does it work? Uh, you got to – what it's like is you got to enter your name into the portal. So you got to go to compliance and tell them that you want to go in. And then they make sure that you're told the coach. And you tell your coach and then – really have to get all these things together like uh you have to get to your academic people even more and then get to the trainers get all that stuff uh like an exit physical and everything like that and then finally after that so it took me a good three days to actually enter the portal it's not like as easy as everybody thinks it is so it's a lot of work yeah but you did it. And when you did it, who came after you? How many teams came after you when you got your name officially entered into the portal? Uh, I got messages from South Carolina, uh, Texas, Florida State, NC State, Oregon, uh, Auburn, WVU, obviously, and then – that's about it. 
that's quite a list, man. To pick WVU over all of those guys, including some blue bloods or some supposed blue bloods, that's a big deal for WVU. It's a big get. Once again, yeah. this is the Raspy Voice Kids Golden Blue interview with Doug Nestor. Doug's on the mic with us today. I wanted to know, because this is such a crazy season with COVID and everything and the rules being changed, would you have transferred from Virginia Tech if you weren't going to be immediately eligible at your next destination? Uh, yes, I still would have. So it was going to happen no matter what. Yeah. And I heard you talk a little bit about this because I've been listening and, you know, I always got my ears tuned in, but what was the big, big reason for the change for you, for the, for the, for the entering the transfer portal? Uh, the miscommunication between the coach and I've been rotating for two years now and just a miscommunication of him not, you know, giving me reasons why, or, you know, me just always thinking that I'm doing something wrong out there on the field and just playing scared almost because I'm afraid that I'm going to get pulled. It just wasn't healthy for me to play like that. We agree, man. Whatever it takes to get you to Morgantown. Now that you're on your way, we know that you just said you're headed down to the bowl game. What do you bring to the Mountaineer offensive line? Uh, I think I bring, you know, a good, you know, uh, guard or tackle that's going to run block really well. You know, I still got to improve the pass set, but I feel like I'm a good road grader that could help out a lot there. That sounds good, especially with Letty Brown coming back next year. Yeah. Do you know what number you're going to wear? I have no idea yet. Does it? Does that matter to you? Uh, it matters a little bit, yeah. So you want to wear 74 again? I would like to, but, you know, the kid there already has it. So we'll have to choose something else. So you were a four-star coming out of high school. You obviously were yeah. a dominant athlete. When did you know that you were that dude? When did you know that you could play at this level and dominate? Uh, and I knew I could play at the next level, really, after my freshman year. It really surprised me. You know, uh, I got a call from Jay Wan, or Jay Wan called my high school coach and told me that Jay Wan Sider told me that I had an offer at WVU. And that's really when I was like, you know, maybe I can do something here. That's amazing, man. Freshman year, a lot of people just figuring out what's going on, let alone getting offers from big-time schools like WVU. Right. So my brother normally does a show with me. You probably remember that. Jeremy Phoenix, a.k.a. J.N. Fiend. J. Fiend, to those who yeah. are initiated. He wanted me to ask, what is in Doug Nestor's hype music catalog? What's in your What's in your headphones when you're warming up? Uh... The two songs that I always have to play before a game are In the Air Tonight and then uh, Championships by Meek Mill. Yeah, I like it. You got Phil Collins and Meek Mill. Yeah. That's dope, man. I love that. All right, here's my last serious question. All right. Is it? Is it true the herd hater made you stand on one leg for 10 minutes for being five minutes late to practice? Yeah, that's very true. That's very true? 
Very true. How did you handle that? I did it. I mean, I just stood there. I mean, I couldn't do anything else. Did you ever have a coach tougher than Herd Hater? No, there's not been. I don't think a coach tougher than that. Do you have a coach you like better than Herd Hater? That I've liked better? Yeah. Not really. No, nah, prolific- I, love, I love the Herd Hater. Who doesn't, man? He's prolific. We love the Herd Hater over here. He's a big friend of the show, of course. Yeah. All right, it's time for rapid fire. Are you ready for the rapid fire portion? Yeah. All right, Doritos, nachos, or Cool Ranch? Uh, nachos. Does ketchup go on a hot dog? Yes. Toy Story or Lion King? Lion King. What is the best Pop-Tart? Uh, s'more. Best fast food French fry? Uh, Chick-fil-A. Jordan or LeBron? <laughs> LeBron. Manning or Brady? Brady. And here's the question that we ask everybody. You got to keep it real 100%. Keep it 1,000 with us. Do you pee in swimming pools? <laughs> yeah. There you go. You heard it here first. Doug Nestor, keeping it real with the Raspy Voice Kids. Doug, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. We wish you nothing but the best going forward in Morgantown. Hope safe travels on the way to Memphis and the best to you and your family. And look forward to you having a bright future and career. Thank you so much. All right, brother. Podcast Network.